Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. Raleigh Ritchie is the stage name. That is a time and a tree. Some of you know him as the leader of the Unsullied from Game of Thrones. I am absolutely in love with this brother as Louis on Interview with a Vampire, the new re- remake and Rice's classic with the blackest twist ever. I love it. I love it. Let me welcome to the show, Mr. Jacob Basil Anderson. Hello. <laughs> you were in the Basil. <laughs> yes, I had to. I had to do that. that I want to give you a Caribbean nod because that's the Basil's like it's British, but it's so Caribbean. You know, oh, yeah, it's very it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's Jamaican. Jamaican. My, yes. Yeah. Granddad, my granddad was called Basil and my uncle was called Basil. Yeah, every yes. third person actually is Jamaica's Basil. Yeah. 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 Yep. Let me introduce you to my my team here. That's Lamont, uh, Lamont King, King of All Things Funny, and Dante Nero, who hosts the longest running podcast. I think um, Ramses was on like one of the first. Ramses episodes. the first, the yeah, first um, back yeah, yeah. A thousand years ago. So um, you are so versatile. I didn't know you sang until today. Uh, you do music. You're all of these things. The challenge when I saw you was Louis, I was like, "Do we need black vampires?" Of course. I mean, you know, of course, the first vampire had to be black, but the story, the richness, the race, the racism, Louisiana, the mm-hmm. development of this character, and the spin on a story that we've seen before—just, yeah. what did you do when you got the script? First of all, how did you get this role? I I auditioned for it a lot. I auditioned. I did eight rounds of auditions for this, wow. for this part yeah um i th- i think i was just, like when i first read this script i was i don't know if i'm if i'm proud to admit it or not i guess i, I am proud to admit it like i there is a lot of similarity between myself and louis um in lots of different ways and i felt a little bit like someone had got inside my head when <laughs> when i read the script mm. um but yeah obviously like my knowledge of interview with the vampire started with like I understood that Brad Pitt played this part um and I couldn't quite square that circle immediately but then when I when I read the first book I was even more surprised to um to to see what his he was he's a plantation owner um yeah and 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 this Louis family was as well you know um Wait, but yeah. Wait, so I knew they were wealthy. Yeah. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. So they your your family, your mom is played by um Hoppo. Who that woman? Uh <laughs> Ray Don Chung. Uh okay. that's your mama. And they're very wealthy. You are yeah. uh this guy that runs businesses, some unsavory businesses. You run into um, the character that played that Tom Tom Cruise made famous in Interview with a Vampire, and yeah. there's this connection, and it's powerful. This guy, whoever that guy is, first of all, he's plum sexy. So are you, um, y'all Sorry. both sexy. It's just like I don't I don't care. Everybody's just <laughs> take every shirt off. I'm good. I'm, I don't care what y'all doing to each other. That's fine. But, you know, as as this is developing, I'm like, how are they going to where they? And then the race thing came in. I was like, oh, OK, OK. When is the plan? Did we always know? Did I miss that they own other? Yeah, no, Louis mentions it in the in the first episode that like their family are they're free people of color, um, Creole, Creole people of color. And um, but yeah, the money that bought them that house 
and it is that it's a it's a plantation house mm. the money was from sugar mm. they made their money from slavery I which even put it yeah. together because yeah. you know and it's something we don't talk about you know the known world is a book that uh is a novel that deals with it and there were you know um, Native American people on the Trail of Tears that own black people. There were black people that own black people, Jewish people that own black people. Uh, mm-hmm. Enslavement of black bodies was a big, big industry uh, for 400 years globally. And, it, you know, the notion that black people didn't own black people, you know, we don't ever talk about. So that it was even in passing, I didn't even connect the dots. So thank you for yeah. now making me lean in. But he is very much a tortured soul who is battling the blackness, uh, the black. Mm-hmm disrespect and the places you can't go and the things you can't do. But now you got this ultimate power as a vampire where you Mm -hmm. literally can take people's life and do it in a way that is brutal at the same time, undetectable. Talk about that journey for you. Um, yeah, I think there's something, uh, really interested about Louis that like, I think on some level he feels like, getting that power that that vampire power is gonna buy him out of racism it's gonna buy him out of uh other people's perception of him but of course when he leaves when he goes outside he's still seen the same he still has he's still treated with the same disrespect he's still disempowered um and yeah i just i thought that was a really interesting dynamic and he kind of he he uh sort of trapped i guess in um he's trapped in this idea that people have of him regardless of the fact that he could just dispatch of people but then he can't like in the you see in the show like he can't just use his power to like you can kill a racist but you can't kill racism right by killing, and, and and in some cases it kind of makes it worse it yeah. it. so yeah. so that, that's what i was going to ask because i haven't seen it and i'm pretty sure it's not a comedy but like, if if well, it's racism, if, it has this moment. If it does racism, if, if racism and and vampirism intersect, wouldn't it just be a thing of just you know eating white meat the whole time, <laughs> one at a time, and just trying well, to get back? Louis does in the show. He okay. does. Yeah, Louis doesn't eat black people. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, Look, I didn't know that that was a conscious choice either. Yeah. Jacob is uh, revealing some things here. Yeah. Well, Louis doesn't really like to eat people, period. So let me okay. just put that out there. He's he's a, a vegetarian or a pescatarian or a, oh. a animalitarian. Yeah, he's vampire a taste. of vegetarian. He's, he's, yeah. he's a vampire vegetarian, a vegan. Uh, Jacob yeah. Anderson is here. You said you connected with this character like it mm. was in your head. Was it this dual this dual positioning, this, this, you know, you have all of these gifts, but nobody can see all they see is your black skin. And I guess, you know, London, England is a complicated place. One of the first colonizers, you know, on earth. <laughs> well, not one of the first in Rome, I guess, but Rome didn't put race at the forefront. Rome was just like, we're going to just gobble up everything. Uh, the Greeks did it before them. The Egyptians did it before them, but it was not rooted in black and white. Right. Yeah, England yeah. did that, right? So, was that yeah. the battle for you? What was the connection to this character? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a part of it. It's definitely a part of it. Um, and I think, but it's it's interesting because, as you say, it's like it's a different it's a different thing in the UK. There's a it's a it manifests in a different way. 
I think in racism in England is like a, an exercise of like gaslighting. You know, <laughs> like we uh, in England, you grow up kind of uh, being told that racism doesn't exist. Whereas mm. I don't think that really happens here because of the legacy of slavery um, and because people kept slaves in this country. Um, way I think way it, after. Yeah. Way after 1933. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah it's, a, it's a different thing. You can't, you can't reset that. Um, it's very prevalent. You see it, you know it, you understand it here. Whereas in the UK, I think there's always this hiding behind the thing of like, well, we never kept slaves here. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So like it didn't it's, happen it, in the, yeah. It's an interesting thing because my, my son is in England and um, his uh, nephews, it's there. So the, the soldiers that went to England married and made a whole bunch of like mixy babies in England. So there's a whole bunch of you Run, like there's a lot of you running around, you know, England. And so it, it tends to be class first and then racism second. But I have nephews uh, that didn't even know that there were slaves in England, like just found that out recently, you know, mm -hmm. because it's so how do you connect with that, with the with the fact that the, the chattel slavery in in New Orleans and, and, and in terms of this part? Um, I mean, like. So I grew up in Bristol. Mm. Bristol's like it's a port town. Um, a lot of the street names in Bristol are named after uh, slavers and plantation mm. owners, and or not plantation owners, but yeah, slavers. Mm -hmm. And um, and there are like monuments to them, and you know, it's uh, it's there. It's in the air. It yeah. Bristol kind of to me. Bristol feels like the New Orleans of England. Like I felt, there's like a a large Jamaican community in in, in uh, Bristol. There's a large Somalian community as well, um, but then it kind of uh, so so you f like it it is a it feels like a black city, but it also mm. is <laughs> it also has this this history. Yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah, I felt really comfortable in, in mm. New Orleans. Um. So yeah, there's there's kind of there's kind of a connection. I want to say as well, like it's New Orleans is like a deeply artistic place. Mm. And it's very like it's it's a very vibrant city, um, and and uh, and so is Bristol. So I'm not like I'm not saying that to kind of like only define those places by the 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 dark history, you know. Mm. Had um, you had you traveled to to New Orleans before before this project? No, never. Never, mm. but maybe like ten minutes into being there, mm. <laughs> I, was like, wow. oh, I feel comfortable here. Well, I, get, I feel on. like I understand something about this city. That That's the power of global majority. Because yeah, we yeah. all well, connected. it's also it's also the voodoo spirits too. They kind of <laughs> ten minutes in, they kind of <laughs> they let you know. They let you know where you at. Yeah, so. <laughs> the voodoo spirits. Jacob Anderson is here. Y'all can follow him literally at Jacob Anderson. His full name. He got it. He got it on Twitter. I don't know if he's staying on Twitter, but he's there. He's there. Uh, we're talking about interview with a vampire which is the Anne Rice uh wonderful trilogy my favorite is Queen of the Dam because it gives the African origins of vampirism and now he's playing a vampire who's also in your hair on the on the show mm -hmm. in modern time not not New Orleans but in yeah. modern time because you're being interviewed by a reporter we get to see this last episode that I watched that you met him in a time, you know, I think it was the seventies, because you know, I noticed you had a little afro, and now you have like the funkiest hair. Is that a wig, or did they? How long did that take for them to do it? If that's your actual hair, 
Um, no, that's my that's my all of the hair in the show is real. It's all my hair. That um, hair is 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 amazing. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, how did yeah. they do that? It's each piece um, separated and it's oh. Andrea Young. Shout Andrea out to her. Is, yeah, she she really she really did it. She's an artist. How long did it take? Um, uh, well, the Dubai hair that was uh, Dominique. Dubai hair, that's what it is. Yeah. Yes, she did. They're they're just twists. It's just with a you do it with a twist sponge. It takes oh, maybe okay. like forty minutes, and then some okay. you do some like finger twists, and then some with a sponge. Oh, some good amazing. product in it. Does, <laughs> does your uh, does your character? What type of dialect does your character use? Is it is it a New Orleans American? Is it a is it a Brit a Creole? Is it a Brit? What 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 which one is it? It's like there's a little bit of Creole in there, but it's mm. largely, yeah, it's largely, to be honest, it's it's quite an anachronistic accent. So it's like, it's it probably has more in relation to, it probably has more in relation to how people speak in New Orleans now than when they, than like 1910. Because nobody really knows how people spoke in 1910. Right. Um, and it could have been really distracting. There's like a, there is a version of like, where you put more French in it. Um but I so, just the more I tried it, I was like, this isn't gonna work. I think people are gonna be like, What is this? Weird? What did you study <laughs> in order to get to that accent? Because it is it's very to me it's just sounds like a very black with a southern it's got a little southern yeah. notes I to just, it. Yeah. I just listened to people and spoke to people in New Orleans and just like listened to a lot of like research material, lots of interviews, like listened to a lot of music. Mm. And that was kind of how how I landed on it, and that's kind of that's how I normally do it with accents. I just try and the, fill my head with it. Do the Sorry. UK do the UK actors do? Is there a class that you take before you uh, you get to the states uh, to to get that American dialect down pat? Is there I'm like sure a there no? There I'm asking. Be. Is it like a package, a program? No. Well, I, I've never trained. I never I never went to acting school or like, what? School Wait or a minute. Like, Wait, hold up. Because because, uh, you know, from, uh, you know, which I've talked I've talked to David Yellow, uh, uh, Gia four. We just mm. we did an interview with um, da- da- Daniel um, Kaluye. Uh, I just talked with Damson, who plays uh, Franklin on on Snowfall, who's amazing i think he's the heir apparent to denzel and there's this rash of british actors that piss off people like lamont but i'm yes. good with it i'm good with it you know because i felt the energy yeah, i'm not gonna you know, lie i just want to know the secret you gotta do better you gotta do better lamont. that's all don't be mad don't be mad no there's a you know, formula i just want to know what it is it's, it's gotta good. be a formula being excellent being a master sitting there and mastering the craft that's what i think the the formula but he said he didn't train he don't train he's a master no, of the craft train. though he's not just because he didn't go to the school doesn't yeah, mean he didn't train. Yeah, but they all also there's that American culture is is really prevalent. Yeah. Like like even the even the rap music in England is very like Wu Tang Clan is like the gods in England. And so that lyrical thing, they mm. they've gotten that and it's it's become part of that. So I mean you know, they they know. I mean, it's nice because even the, the music now, I was interested because I was listening to your music and a lot of a lot of black artists from England don't like I could still tell your English accent yes. in your in your yeah. music, whereas yeah. a lot of artists, as soon as they sing, it's it's, it's American. Yeah. 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 Dialect. Yeah. I, to me, I, I felt like with that, 
I, how can I write personal songs about my own life and, and yeah. speak in somebody else's accent? So that's why yeah. I, I have mm. my own accent for that. But but yeah, it's it's true. It's like the the most prevalent culture that we have is American culture, and it and it got, it travels across the world. No, it's not but American. It's black. It's black, black. It's black culture. No, it ain't America. Is black culture is like American black culture is what yeah. we had yeah. in England because yeah. we don't like we weren't on TV as much mm. when certainly like when I grew up in the nineties there wasn't a lot for us so like the only places we could like I grew up watching like barbershop and watching Martin and my wife and kids and like those kind of sitcoms because we didn't really have there's there's an amazing show called Desmond's that we had it's about a barbershop. Um, and it's like a Jamaican family and we have we had that and they were like a few things but yeah most of it is from America mm-hmm. we grew up with with that and that was Black like culture. enriching yeah exactly so so I think that's maybe why it it feels kind of more familiar um and I and I love the I celebration think. of us um we're talking with Jacob um of course he's here interview with a vampire. I wanted to ask you, and I want to go to the calls cause we have very little time left and Sean in Detroit wants to say hello to you. So I want to make sure I get her in before I ask you my last question, Sean, welcome to the Karen Hunter show. You're on. Thank you. Hi, hi Karen. It's so good to get through. I haven't called you in a while, but thank Jacob, you. thank you so much. I just want to say, you know, to, to jump in on that training, I'm sure your years on game of Thrones prepared you Big time, because from, you know, what I understand, and the, and the lead that you were carrying was just so heavy, and you, not really heavy in dialect, but heavy in your acting and emotions, I'm sure that provided a big training ground for you, but just thank you for your work. You are, I agree with Karen, you are a beautiful, beautiful specimen, and you are the reason why I, I chose to watch Interview for the, for the Vampire, because I always love the books, and of course, you know, it's the Brad Pitt thing and stuff, but I said, wow, they're making a show, and I was so excited because it was, I, they showed you, and I was like, Grey Worm is on this, it's hands down, I'm on it, you know, so <laughs> yes. you are you are phenomenal, but your your how does the position between, just the position between Grey Worm and, and uh, Louie, you know, yes. in the emotions of it all. Great question, because that was a question I was going to ask, you know, because they had, you had very little dialogue <laughs> at yeah. all. Thanks, Steve. Thank you. Yeah. That's very, that's, that's very kind. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I, I think I actually learned quite a lot from playing Grey Worm and not having a lot to say, because you have to learn how to say things in other ways. Like you have to learn how to say a lot with your face, with your eyes, um, and like how to observe rather than just like using words to sort of express how you feel. And Louis, I think Louis, maybe at the beginning, he's like more outspoken and he is like, obviously he narrates the show because he's he's doing this interview. But like as the show, as the story progresses, Louis is very depressed and and he doesn't necessarily have the words anymore. And I think that really prepared me for that and like, and also, Louis code switching a lot in the first mm-hmm. episode, and I wanted to make sure that even as he's doing that, you still see what's going on behind his eyes. You still see that there's a, a deception going on there, or like you know, a, it's a survival instinct. And I don't think I would have necessarily known how to do that had I not playing played Grey Worm if I hadn't like you know. So it was really helpful actually. 
Well, Even though you, I had, obviously, I had days where I was like, oh, I wish I had more to do in this scene. Nah, you, you, but you give out. yourself stuff to do. You, you made, you made your mark because you're here now, and uh, I want <laughs> to give you an open seat and come back anytime, Jacob Anderson. New music, anything you're doing, new baby, anything you come on back, <laughs> Jacob Anderson. Open seat at our table here. I appreciate you. Interview with a vampire. Check him out. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.